Hey hurdlers, Emily Abadi here with another episode of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a podcast that talks to everyone from entrepreneurs to top CEOs and athletes about how they've gotten through tough times, hurdles of sorts, by leaning into wellness. I'm going to be honest with you. I probably started recording three different topics for this week's hurdle moment, and none of them were resonating with me. Lately, I feel super sporadic and, to be honest, a little upset. (laughs) And you know what that is? It's post-marathon blues. And so instead of talking to something that doesn't feel true to me in the moment, I'm going to break that down. Today, I'm going to talk about how to navigate what's going on in your mind, how to downshift after a really intense training cycle, and how to treat yourself with a little bit of kindness. If you just conquered a marathon, no matter what your pace was, no matter what your goals were, you went through a lot, and that is something to be celebrated. And just like something like a wedding, for example, you prep so much for this one big day, and then within a matter of hours, all that work and the day, it's behind you. It's normal to feel like you suddenly lack a little bit of purpose, that you feel uninspired. Trust me, that is 100% how I feel now. But I keep reminding myself, and we'll get into this in today's episode, that you had goals like this before, you conquered them before, and now you have the opportunity to find something new, to set your sights on something exciting and go after that too. You know the drill at Emily Abadi at Hurdle Podcast. If you have a hurdle moment of your own to share, if you feel what I'm feeling, can I get an amen? Shoot me an email. It's emily at hurdle.us. And with that, let's get to hurdling. post-marathon blues. Like I said, it's like you're planning this big event and you work so hard. For months and months, your time is dedicated to this one thing. You wake up early to run. You go to bed early so that you can wake up early to run. You turn down plans to make all of these things fit into your schedule. And it's a lot of opportunity cost. The first thing to do if you feel like you're experiencing this post-marathon come down is Be upfront with it with yourself. It's okay to feel this way. And by masking it or pretending that you're not feeling a little off, then that's not going to do you any good. You know, back in college when I knew that I was overweight, I knew that nothing was going to happen unless I was ready to face the music. So by stepping on the scale, by seeing what was frightening to me at the time, that 200 plus pound number, I took the challenge head on and was then willing to make positive progress. You cannot make positive progress unless you're willing to be honest with yourself. One more time, you cannot make positive progress unless you are willing to be honest with yourself. And sometimes these truths, they're just not easy to face. Okay, second thing you can do when you have the post-marathon blues, you got to find a new goal. Uh, And I'm not saying like the second that the marathon is over, you need to be setting your sights on another race, but it's just like when you hit a plateau in your training, 
At that time, what the experts will advise is shifting up the dialogue, shifting up what your goal is at that given moment. And by doing that, it lets you take the focus off of something that feels stagnant and allows you to focus on another area that you might need to strengthen and then revisit where you started. So by choosing another goal, and I would suggest that this goal actually has nothing to do with running, there is Nothing more frustrating for a runner the second they finish a marathon and someone's like, so what's next? So find a goal that sets your soul on fire. Maybe it's, I want to read three books by the end of next month, or I'm going to take some more time to reconnect with the people in my life that matter to me. As we all know, a lot of that training time, it takes you away from these people. So committing to being better, to making coffee dates and catch-up moments and going for a yoga class with a good friend or going back home to see your family, whatever the case may be, whatever goals that you want to set, it doesn't need to be something big and lofty like a marathon. It can just be smaller things to help you direct your attention somewhere. Trust me, it doesn't help when you're on this come down if all you're doing is sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and kind of just bathing in this melancholy feeling. The next tip I have for anyone feeling like they've got the post-marathon blues is talk to someone about it. You know, I realized late last week after the marathon, I had an interaction with someone that wasn't exactly stellar and it made me really upset to the point that I noticed that like I felt like it overcame me. And I realized when I took a step back that it wasn't the interaction or what was said. It triggered this reaction, but it wasn't what was actually making me sad. I was honest with myself that there were some things I need to talk about. I'm the kind of person that when I feel frustrated or upset, a lot of the time I will try to keep that bottled inside because I don't want to burden anyone with my problems. I'm like, I can handle this. I'll figure it out. I'll move forward, whatever the case may be. But the thing is, is that by continually just locking it up and locking it up and locking it up, you're not doing yourself any good. And so I realized that I had been pulling away from the people that I was talking to constantly just because I felt like I didn't want to bring them down with the stuff that was bothering me. In reality, that is not the move. And now having gone through this, I hope that I can encourage you also to talk to someone if you're feeling stagnant, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like, I'm not sure what to do now, if you're confused about all this free time, just, you know, open up a little bit. That's what the people that care about you are for. All right, now the next thing I will suggest is filling up your calendar. So yes, you just did a really big, impressive event. That is great. You deserve some downtime. But I'm talking about for the people that feel as though they're really going through it right now, the best thing you can do is schedule yourself a little bit. And also, this is the perfect time to look into other hobbies. So maybe it's going to a panel discussion with a friend one night and then the next day it is taking a yoga class and then the next day it's I'm going to take the time to actually plan a trip that I'm thinking about next year. Whatever it is, just scheduling yourself out a little bit so that you have little things to look forward to as you go throughout your week. Another suggestion, write things down. I'm a big advocate for journaling. I write in a gratitude journal every day. And for me, seeing things, seeing my words, seeing my thoughts on paper, it gives me the opportunity to kind of get it all out there. 
And it's also helpful in the future, right? This way, if you choose to do another marathon, and I think I've got some repeat offenders that listen to the pod, then you can look back on your notes from this time and remember how you felt right now. It's just as important as keeping track of where your head's at during your training is to really be mindful of where your head is at after and be proud. And that's the last tidbit. Be proud of what you've done. No matter how things went on race day, you did something excellent. You did something that has forever made you a better person. And that is something to be so happy about. Take the time to recognize your accomplishment, to celebrate your accomplishment, and to just listen to your body. I'm getting so many questions about post-race recovery. Trust me, it's another thing. It's coming. It's on my radar. But The most important thing that you can do after you're done is to just listen to your body. Everyone is different. Everyone will handle the days and the weeks and the months after race day in their own way, but you owe it to yourself to be intuitive about what's going on and what you are capable of handling going forward. And that means with regard to the post-marathon blues that yes, we're trying to schedule ourselves a little bit. Yes, we're setting smaller goals of other things that we want to accomplish. But if you need to unplug, if you need to kick back, you do you. You earned that right. You know, we all have. And that's it. I'm keeping it short this week. I myself am feeling just so sporadic and a little all over the place, but I understand that it's just part of the process. And I feel very fortunate and super lucky to have a lot of people listening on the other end of this microphone that uh, that really know where I'm coming from. So thanks for sticking with me. Again, thanks for all of your messages and DMs recently. You guys just make a girl feel loved. And do me one favor, if you don't mind. Share this episode. If you're a marathoner, if you feel like you can relate to this episode, if you're an aspiring marathoner, whatever it is, if you know someone that can benefit from this, please send it to them. Again, you're not alone. None of us are alone. We have the opportunity to help each other and lift each other up, and I think we should take it. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 